Sometime in the mid-1960s, London. Elizabeth was in the middle of building a fire in her family's fireplace, just big enough to heat their flat. Her husband, John, was on his way home from work. The only other people home were their two young daughters, Mary and Margaret, who were supposed to be getting ready for bed. But as Elizabeth threw another log on the flames, she heard her daughter's screams from somewhere in the house. Fearing the worst, she rushed into their bedroom to find the two little girls holding their mouths, blood on their hands. Luckily, it was nothing serious. Each girl had pulled out a couple of their baby teeth. Soon enough, they were laughing it off, excited about the arrival of the Tooth Fairy. Elizabeth breathed a sigh of relief and took the teeth from the girls. She wanted to save them as tokens of their childhood. So she set them on the fireplace mantle and went into the kitchen to find a container. That's when she heard the pops. Elizabeth rushed back into the sitting room and found the floor littered with tiny shards of what looked like porcelain. But it wasn't. The baby teeth had exploded. Welcome to Unexplained Mysteries, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Molly. And I'm your host, Richard. In life, there's so much we don't know. But in this show, we don't take we don't know for an answer. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we investigate the greatest mysteries of history and life on Earth. You can find episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today, we're discussing spontaneous exploding teeth, a bizarre and unsettling phenomenon that perfectly is described by its name. We'll discuss some examples of teeth inexplicably exploding in people's mouths before diving into a few possible explanations. We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. How often do you look at yourself in the mirror? Research suggests that it's at least once a day, if not much more. Chances are, when you do, you most likely sneak a peek at your smile but you probably don't see rotting teeth reflecting back at you. 
Humans have healthier mouths today than at any other time in recorded history. In 2020, the United States dental industry was worth more than $125 billion, with more than 200,000 practicing dentists. As long as you could afford it, a beautiful and healthy smile is easy to achieve. But it wasn't always that way. One ancient Sumerian text, dating back to around 5000 BCE, references a dental disease called toothworms. Now, it's unclear what this constituted, or if there's any modern equivalent, but we can safely assume toothworms were neither good nor desirable. But their existence didn't seem to demand any sudden advances in dentistry, either. As a whole, humans didn't pay any serious attention to oral hygiene for another few thousand years. Then the Middle Ages rolled around, and a brand new profession cropped up. The barber-surgeon. And these barber-surgeons essentially ran a one-stop medical shop. If you needed a haircut, a minor surgery, leeches applied to your skin, you name it, the barber-surgeon handled it. If you died in their care, the barber-surgeon could even embalm your body. And they also dealt with teeth. If you went to one of these strange practitioners with an ache in your jaw, they'd be happy to extract the offending tooth. In the 1700s, dentistry became more well-defined, specifically in the American colonies. Doctors who'd immigrated from England to the so-called New World began calling themselves dentists. Now, to be clear, these weren't the dentists that you and I are familiar with. They didn't offer many services beyond denture replacements or pulling teeth. And despite having dedicated professionals, oral care didn't improve much over the next century. In the 1800s, dentists started using a new device called a turnkey, which looked like a cross between a corkscrew and a wrench. Its entire purpose was to extract teeth, and it performed that function incredibly well. That said, it wasn't exactly a precision instrument. More often than not, a turnkey would actually injure the patient's mouth, adding even more pain to an already agonizing procedure. But around the same time, there were some seriously helpful inventions as well. A dentist named Auguste Tavou created the first-ever tooth fillings. Fabricated from a mixture of silver coins melted into mercury, they were crude but useful. Of course, we now know that mercury is poisonous. But for the first time arguably ever, dentists could effectively halt tooth decay. Which isn't to say that problems with oral health didn't continue throughout the 19th century. They certainly did. In 1862 in Sussex, England, a man ended his own life after a toothache that lasted for five months. The pain was so intense he reportedly spent hours every day crying. And of course, there was the curious case of spontaneously exploding teeth. The first person to recognize this medical mystery was a Pennsylvania dentist named W.H. Atkinson. In a journal, he wrote about three patients who'd each suffered from the bizarre phenomenon in the early 1800s. 
1817, a reverend living in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, was apparently spending a quiet day at home when, out of nowhere, his right upper canine started to ache. For those unfamiliar, the canine teeth are the four pointed ones in the front of the mouth, the ones that most closely resemble miniature vampire fangs. As time passed for the reverend, the pain in his canine only got even worse. His torment reportedly reached a point where he couldn't sit still, so he started running around his yard as if he was possessed. He then apparently put his head in a hole in the ground, hoping it would somehow alleviate his distress. Maybe he thought that the earth would be cool or healing in some way. But more likely than not, in his suffering, he wasn't thinking clearly, as evidenced by what happened next. The reverend ran to the fence that surrounded his yard and wedged his head underneath it, as if the pressure would make the aching stop. When it didn't, he sprinted toward the spring that brought water to his property. He thrust his aching head into the freezing water and still felt no relief. Eventually, he went back to his house and laid down in bed. The pain kept him up all night. He tossed and turned, moaning and clutching his jaw, until finally he got up and spent most of the night pacing in his home. But when the sun finally rose and all hope seemed lost, suddenly and without warning, his upper right canine just exploded. The sound was loud and sharp, like a pistol going off. We don't know what happened to the tooth itself, if it flew out of his mouth or left fragments in his gums. But regardless, as soon as it self-destructed, the reverend reportedly felt relief. He went to bed exhausted and slept for nearly 24 hours. And as far as we know, that was the end of his dental woes. The next documented case of spontaneously exploding teeth occurred 13 years later in 1830. But oddly enough, it also happened in Pennsylvania, just a few miles from where the Reverend lived. This time, the victim was a woman whom the good dentist Atkinson referred to as Mrs. Letitia D. The details of Letitia's case aren't quite as substantial as the Reverend's, but we know that her pain also started as an ache in one of her upper canines. And like the Reverend, she reportedly suffered in agony for quite some time, until eventually the canine exploded without any prelude or fanfare. And then she felt immediately better after that. The final patient Atkinson discussed was a woman he called Mrs. Anna P.A., who lived just a few miles down the road from Letitia. Her pain started in 1855, 25 years after Letitia's. And once again, the ache started in one of her canines. In fact, Anna's experience essentially mirrored the previous two almost to a T. Incredible discomfort followed by an inexplicable explosion in her mouth, and then relief. Now, given the proximity and similarity of the three cases, one could assume that there was something in the Pennsylvania waters to cause these unusual and terrifying incidents. 
But spontaneously exploding teeth didn't remain a regional phenomenon for long. Teeth began exploding in other corners of the world. Coming up, we'll examine some additional cases of exploding teeth and delve into possible explanations. Hi, listeners. It's Vanessa from Parcast. If you haven't had a chance to check out my series, Mythology, you don't know what you're missing. Heroes, gods, monsters, and mayhem. This podcast has it all. Every Tuesday, take a deep dive back in time, exploring the history, origins, and meaning behind the myths that have shaped the Earth. Each episode of Mythology dramatizes a story pulled from beliefs from around the world, giving insight into how our ancestors saw the universe and how those stories resonate in our lives today. Recent episodes include the epic battle between Hercules and Theseus, the grieving spirit known as La Llorona, and a treacherous journey to the land of the dead. Catch new episodes every Tuesday and binge the classics anytime. Follow Mythology free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Now, back to the story. For most of human history, proper dental care was hard to come by, which is why there was no clear explanation when people's teeth started exploding in 1800s Pennsylvania. And unfortunately for mouths everywhere, the phenomenon didn't end in 1855. Sixteen years later, in 1871, a dentist named J. Phelps Hibbler wrote about a woman who lived in St. Louis, Missouri, more than 600 miles from the cases in Pennsylvania. Her mouth and teeth had both been healthy before one of her molars started to wake, and badly. As an outsider, Dr. Hibbler described the pain with some especially flowery language. He wrote, Her tooth was aching dreadfully, disturbing the harmonical equanimity of every part of her organism, to the extent that she, at moments, was laboring under slight aberrations of mind. In other words, the suffering was so bad she couldn't even think. Until suddenly, one day she was home alone and the pain just stopped. The woman sat down on the floor, clear-headed and filled with relief. Then... Something in the woman's mouth exploded with a bang. The force of the blast was apparently so strong, it knocked her onto the floor and temporarily rendered her deaf. She couldn't hear anything except a sharp ringing in her ears. She felt chunks of teeth bumping against her tongue. Her molar had split, and the pieces were floating around inside her mouth. She later told her dentist about the explosion and showed him the fragments of her tooth. He speculated that the blast may have had something to do with a buildup of carbonic acid and hydrogen gases. 
Carbonic acid is actually a gaseous substance that briefly forms when carbon dioxide dissolves in water. Hypothetically, if the tissue underneath a tooth decayed enough, this could create carbon dioxide, make carbonic acid buildup, and eventually form a small pocket of hydrogen gas. And if a concentrated amount built up enough pressure, it could theoretically explode. This was only speculation, however, and her dentist was unable to do further research. Nobody in his area ever reported anything similar. But a few decades later, in the 1920s, a man living in backwoods Canada felt a similar toothache come on from one of his molars. Unfortunately, he lived about 100 miles away from the nearest dentist, and his only option was to ride a horse into town. But the torment was bad enough, he decided to make the trip. Knowing what we do, how similar pain drove a reverend to force his head under a fence to feel relief, it's hard to imagine what this ride must have felt like. If something happened to the man, if he passed out, for instance, no one could come to his rescue. But at some point along the way, the woodsman felt a blast in his mouth, as if it came from inside his molars somehow. He stayed in the saddle and the pain reportedly disappeared. When he finally sat down in an examination chair, his dentist, whom we'll refer to as Dr. Jensen, found his entire molar split in half. He carefully removed the pieces and examined them. Jensen didn't know how the tooth had exploded, only that it had. But after he learned his patient had just ridden a horse approximately 100 miles, he put together a possible explanation. Jensen speculated the lengthy journey raised the man's blood pressure. Then, the soft, central part of the tooth known as the pulp, had swelled. The pulp is where the blood vessels and connective tissue reside. So theoretically, if pressure builds up in this area, a tooth could pop. Dr. Jensen couldn't confirm this is what happened, but to him, it seemed like the most plausible explanation at the time. He likely wasn't aware of earlier cases, and he couldn't exactly learn more. This was the last reported case of a tooth blowing up. Well, it was the last reported case of a tooth blowing up in someone's mouth. You'll remember the story we told at the top of this episode. Baby teeth spontaneously bursting into pieces after being placed on a mantelpiece in London. Due to the limited information available, certain details and actions were dramatized. But it was inspired by a very real letter written by a mother of two girls, seven and five years old, living in the United Kingdom. She wrote, These teeth became loose and fell out quite normally and didn't appear to be damaged or cracked when I examined them as soon as they fell out. The double tooth was placed on the mantelpiece, which gets warm but not excessively so. Several hours later, it exploded sending pieces all over the room. I collected as many pieces as I could find, but some are still missing. The two single teeth were put on the mantelpiece in a tortoiseshell snuff box, and I didn't realize they were also split until some weeks afterwards. 
Now, this was sometime in the 1960s, and as far as we know, this is the only time teeth blew up in this specific way. But the letter prompted dentists to take a closer look into similar cases. They found many of the reports we've talked about in this episode so far, like the story of the backwoodsman. And this prompted a search for answers because, we think you'll agree, nobody should live in fear that their teeth might just suddenly explode. Coming up, one dentist tries to solve the mystery. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, back to the story. In the 19th and early 20th centuries, a small handful of people reported painful toothaches that ended in their teeth exploding. This terrifying phenomenon, however, was always followed by immediate relief. The first medical professional to try and find an explanation to this mysterious phenomenon was W.H. Atkinson, the Pennsylvania dentist who first wrote about explosive teeth. He treated the Reverend, Letitia D., and Anna. Atkinson was no slouch. A celebrated dental surgeon, he was also the first president of the American Dental Association. And after all his research, he proposed two separate possibilities as to what could be responsible for teeth suddenly turning into tiny bombs. The first involved a substance that he called free caloric. In the 1800s, many in the scientific community believed that a weightless, invisible fluid caused objects to exchange heat with one another. For example, let's say you turn on your stove to fry an egg for breakfast. According to this theory, the flame pushes caloric fluid up into the pan, and that's what makes your food hot enough to cook. Atkinson surmised that this invisible liquid could also build up in a tooth and put pressure on the pulp. Once it did so, the molar might forcefully pop. But there is one major problem with this explanation. Free caloric doesn't exist. In reality, heat is created when energy moves between objects in a process called thermodynamics. It doesn't require an invisible fluid at all. And while the concept of free caloric was a step along the road toward an actual understanding of heat, it was fundamentally incorrect. Which means that we can discount Atkinson's first idea. But the dentist also speculated that a decaying tooth might create a buildup of gas within it. If so, in certain cases, this could make the tooth fracture. While we don't know more details about Atkinson's hypothesis, there is a somewhat similar phenomenon in nature, or at least in some people's backyards. 
compost heaps are an important part of many gardens. And as anyone with a pile of compost knows, it releases heat as the organic material within it rots. If left unattended and uncared for, they could potentially explode. But a compost pile isn't a tooth, so this isn't a perfect comparison. And Atkinson's second proposal doesn't explain why many patients' teeth exploded with serious force. Teeth are remarkably strong. The enamel on their surface is the hardest substance in the human body. It would take something powerful to rip them apart with enough force to knock a person over or make them go temporarily deaf. More importantly, Atkinson's 19th century understanding of teeth was outdated. They don't build up gas like a compost pile. So he was wrong on both counts. And a full century passed by before anyone else proposed an alternative solution. In the mid-1960s, dentists from the U.S. and U.K. started comparing notes about incidents they'd heard and read about regarding exploding teeth. Two different possible explanations emerged from their discussions. The first centered around the use of silver nitrate as a tooth filling, which was developed in the late 1800s to help prevent tooth decay. One of the dentists who helped put it into practice was a man named Percy Howe, he was a dental pioneer who became a director of the Forsyth Dental Infirmary for Children in Boston, Massachusetts in the early 1900s. Towards the end of his life, he told his colleagues that early on in the development of silver nitrate, teeth would occasionally explode in people's mouths when the filling was used. Later, those same colleagues discussed Howe's revelation, but they couldn't decide whether or not it was the smoking gun they needed to reach a conclusive understanding. But Howe's wasn't the only possibility. Another dentist, Louis I. Grossman of the University of Pennsylvania, speculated that the detonations might have to do with a buildup of carbonic acid. You may recall the woman who lost her hearing from her exploding molar. Her dentist also proposed that carbonic acid may have been a contributing factor. He didn't know how, and he wasn't able to test his hypothesis. But he might have been onto something. Grossman wondered whether hydrogen and carbonic acid could build up in someone's tooth. If that happened, and a tiny spark of electricity reached the inside of the mouth somehow, the tooth could theoretically explode. As you can imagine, it was difficult to conceive how electricity could get into a person's mouth. It couldn't be something as overt as a lightning strike. The patient would obviously notice. It had to be much tamer than that. So Grossman eventually admitted that his idea would only work in incredibly specific circumstances. And maybe not even then. But he might have been too quick to doubt himself. In the 21st century, a new concept emerged. It was something of a hybrid of all the ideas that came before. And it includes an aspect of Grossman's carbonic pop theory, electrical conduction. In 2016, the BBC interviewed Andrea Sella, a professor and expert on inorganic chemistry, the study of compounds like minerals and metals. 
Now, enamel is made up of 95 to 98% inorganic material. This means that while Sella isn't a dentist, he knew a lot about the materials inside teeth. And enamel wasn't the only inorganic substance in people's mouths. Consider fillings. Since its invention in the 1800s, the art of putting fillings in teeth has become one of the most common dental procedures in the world, with good reason. It's a useful technique to fight tooth decay, the most common disease in the world. Dental fillings are everywhere, and they can be made of a wide variety of materials. Today, patients' choices include gold, ceramic, plastic, or a silver amalgam, which is a mixture of mercury, silver, zinc, tin, and copper. What this means is that many people with fillings have metal in their mouths, and they don't realize that this could lead to a ticking time bomb. Professor Sella said that if two separate metals are used in someone's fillings, that could inadvertently create an electrochemical cell, also known as a battery. Furthermore, if the filling is poorly done and some part of the tooth is still decaying, this could create a buildup of hydrogen beneath the filling. Imagine the patient then lights a cigarette or somehow gets a small electric spark in their mouth. The tooth could blow up. However, Professor Sella took pains to emphasize that this could only happen in extremely rare instances. For one thing, the tooth would have to be quite decayed, which means you could theoretically prevent exploding teeth with proper dental care. And even this explanation has one slight problem. We weren't able to find any indication that the people whose teeth exploded in the 1800s and 1900s had dental fillings at all. As a result, the professor's proposal remains just that, a proposal. Regardless of the cause, there haven't been any reported instances of exploding teeth for decades. So you shouldn't worry too much about the molars in your mouth or your canines. But it never hurts to take good care of them. The American Dental Association recommends people brush their teeth twice a day. In addition, they suggest cleaning between your teeth every day. This usually means flossing, but can also include what are called interdental brushes. These are essentially miniaturized toothbrushes that fit between teeth. Or, as a third option, a liquid-based flossing device known as a water pick. The next and last ADA recommendations include a healthy diet that avoids sugary foods coupled with regular visits to the dentist. As long as you take care of them, your teeth shouldn't explode, most likely. But if they do, we hope you can quickly get to your nearest dentist without having to ride 100 miles on a horse. Thanks again for tuning in to Unexplained Mysteries. We will be back next time with a new episode. For more information on teeth blowing up, amongst the many sources we used, we found Thomas Morris's book, The Mystery of the Exploding Teeth, extremely helpful to our research. You can find all episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. See you next time. And remember... Never take we don't know for an answer.
Unexplained Mysteries is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max and Ron Cutler, sound designed by Trent Williamson, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Unexplained Mysteries was written by Nicholas Zwart, with writing assistance by Angela Jorgensen and Connor Sampson, fact-checking by Cara Mackerlein, and research by Brian Petrus. Unexplained Mysteries stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner. Thank you.